0: Thank you. edition of the 937 podcast my name is kim
1: and my name is steve and in just a little bit terry will be joining us
0: yeah and right up top i would like to give a huge shout out and congratulations to the good folks at tender mercies they are if you we haven't been to tender mercies yet um unfortunately we're i guess we're not cool enough i don't know but we uh tender mercies is a uh, sort of an underground, literally, bar that opened back in, like, three days before the pandemic shut down, uh, which is really awful timing. Oh,
1: yeah, terrible timing.
0: But since then, they have really made a name for themselves, not only in Dayton, but also nationally. Uh, so we would like to congratulate Tender Mercies for being named one of Esquire Magazine's top 27 bars in the United States. Yes, absolutely. Worth a round of applause.
1: And when I said bad timing, not on their part, how could they have known what was about no, to happen? No,
0: absolutely not. Uh, it, they are a sort of a miracle story. Um, I really hope to get in and see Tender, you know, go experience Tender Mercies. I hear it is quite the experience. Uh, they have a burlesque room. They have all kinds of old-school drinks, like pre-prohibition-era drinks, um, all kinds of really interesting, unique beverages that you can get there. I would recommend that if you haven't been, you should probably get on in there soon because everybody and their mother and brother and sister and uncle are going to be hopping in there now. So congratulations, Tender Mercies. All right.
1: So let's go ahead and get started right now. Uh, This week at, well, not this week, every week, At Yellow Cab, they have karaoke every Friday night at 7 o'clock.
0: Yep. Also, um, Dave Chappelle's tickets just went on sale this weekend. I have heard that they are already sold out, but you can look and try to see if you can get Dave and Friends tickets. He's coming back home again this summer. At the Dayton Art Institute this week, again, they have looking at family photographs from home. Speaking of Tender Mercy and their... Prohibition-era drinks. Uh, Dayton Art Institute is also putting on a another photography exhibit called The Roaring and Quiet Twenties that's playing through August 15th. It is exhibiting some of the photographs from the era that are part of the DAI collection that just kind of catalogs what life was like in the 20s, um, both the wild parts and the not so wild parts. Of course, that was one of our, our many heydays in Dayton. Also uh, at the Art Institute, Bukong Y. Kim, Journey to the East, All by Myself, Japanese Creative Prints, and Changing Times Art of the 60s.
1: Kim, what about the food trucks this week?
0: I know that there is a food truck rally at the Forest Ridge Association on Union Schoolhouse Road um, in their pool area. Forest Ridge is just a community between Dayton and Riverside. It's just um, a a neighbor... Neighborhood, uh, and they will have Funnel Vision, the Ice Cream Trolley, Lilia's Outside Cafe, Rudy's Smokehouse, Son of a Biscuit, and You Lucky Dog from 11 to 7 on May 27th. They're also going to have a bouncy house, a craft fair, and live music.
1: All right. So, Alden Wilberforce at the National Afro American Museum and Cultural Center. The Rhythm of Revolution will be happening out there. The National Afro-American Museum presents a new exhibit called Rhythm of Revolution that maps the visual flow of cultural change in America from 1619 to the present day. Black artists and activists transformed our nation by drawing on deeply rooted African traditions, interpreting contemporary challenges, and painting a way forward into a better future. This exhibit concept was developed by the NAAMCC, and was executed by a supervised class of Wright State graduate students in public history. Rhythm of Revolution explores just some of the names who lay down the beat of change. The exhibit will run from May 15th through August 14th, 2021.
0: All right, let's get into some other entertainment. Uh, what's going on at the Schuster? I know last week we failed to mention the 2021 Broadway season, but what else is going on as well?
1: Well, the the Broadway season is going to include Cats, Dear Evan Hansen, Come From Away, Mean Girls, Fiddler on the Roof, Jesus Christ Superstar, and Hamilton. So everyone's been trying to get tickets to Hamilton in Chicago, and here it's going to be in Dayton at the Schuster Center. Be
0: in the room where it happens.
1: And so uh, I don't know if we have the exact dates yet, but it's, it's on the calendar.
0: It is, yes. Yep.
1: And also, the Music of Queen is also streaming on June 5th and 6th. The Revolutionist is streaming on June 23rd and July 4th.
0: All right, at the Neon, we've got uh, Dream Horse playing. We mentioned Dream Horse in the Dry last week. Dream Horse, of course, that um, true story of Dream Alliance, who was the racehorse that was bred and backed by a small town and ended up doing great things. The Dry with Eric Bana, kind of... Uh, sounds like maybe a suspense thriller kind of a thing about a federal agent who comes home and reopens an old investigation. Uh, starting on May 28th, we also have Limbo, which is an it's rated R, runs about an hour and 44 minutes. And it's about a guy named Omar, who's a young musician separated from a Syrian family, and he gets stuck on a remote Scottish island seeking asylum. So it's kind of, a, as far as I understand, it's kind of a dark cross-cultural satire, sort of a dark comedy. Um, it's won several awards. Uh, opens May 28th, and it plays through June the 3rd. Also at the Neon, The Human Voice and Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. The Human Voice is short. It's only 30 minutes, so they decided to pair it with Women on the Verge, uh, which runs at about an hour and a half. And it, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown... Um, is about a woman who watches time passing next to the suitcase of her ex-lover who is supposed to come pick them up but never arrives, and a dog who doesn't understand that his master has abandoned him. So it is a comedy, uh, and it has also been nominated for several different awards.
1: Are you sure that's a comedy?
0: Uh, Yeah, it is. All uh, right. I, I Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, don't forget about The Chopping Block, the cult movie night with um, Toxic and Hole in the Wall. Again, tickets for that are available. Uh, It's on Sunday, June the 6th at 8.30. Tickets are 20 bucks each, and that comes with two beers from Toxic Brew Company. And it's hosted by Hole in the Wall bartender Haley Madison. Uh, Just to let everyone know... They did have, Neon had something uh, called Women of Influence in the movies that they had planned on presenting with PNC. It's a several, uh, in the Human Race Theater Company, with several different films. They showed the first one, the second one, um, the Be Natural, the untold story of Alice Guy Blanche, as well as Die, Die, My Darling, uh, It have been postponed. So if you have tickets for those original films that were supposed to be coming up soon, they will honor those tickets, but the reschedules have not been announced yet.
1: Again, I would recommend checking the Neon website.
0: Absolutely. Um, Let's see, more, more movies. Uh, now that we are in full summer swing.
1: We're going to go to the drive-in. Let's
0: go to the drive-in. A Quiet Place Part 2 is showing all over the place. At Dixie, it's on screen one. And is followed by Spiral this weekend, May 28th through the 30th. Screen 2, they've got Cruella and Raya and the Last Dragon. Melody 49 has kind of flipped it. On screen 1, Raya and the Last Dragon is playing first, followed by Cruella. And on screen 2, they have Scoob and A Quiet Place Part 2. All of those are uh, this weekend, May 28th through 30th. Also... Melody 49 is hosting Florida Georgia Line. It's a live concert event on June 12th. Sydney Auto View is also hosting Florida Georgia Line on May, on June 12th. And this weekend, they're showing A Quiet Place Part 2 and World War Z from May 28th to May 30th.
1: For right now, let's go ahead. Let's turn this over to Terry to tell us
2: what's going on in the Dayton music scene. All right. Hey, everybody. I want to thank... Kim and Steve for welcoming me to their new podcast. I am the podcaster formerly known as Izzy Rock from Gem City Podcast. You'll know me by my actual name, Terry Martin, lover of Dayton music. From 2013 to 2020, I covered the Dayton music scene and want to continue to shine a light here with the 937 Podcast. This past weekend, I finally got a taste of live music, and it was glorious. I attended shows at Yellow Cap Tavern, and you could tell by the energy level that a bunch of people missed live music, including me. Playing to a packed but not crowded patio on Friday, May 21st, were the bands No Balance, Bundy and the Spins, and Bribing Senators. It was a great night of music, and by the way, Check out the Despondent EP by No Balance on all your streaming services. These guys are amazing. I love their band. Uh, Bundy and the Spends is one of my favorite like, dirty rock and roll bands. I just love those guys. They're amazing live. A must-see. On Saturday, May 22nd, I returned to watch one of my favorite bands, The New Old Fashioned and Amber Hargett who Amber was joined by the Who's who Amber has one of the best voices and that talented band that joined her they were they they put together some brilliant moments from her album Paper Trail and covered some killer songs including a man this amazing rendition of a Led Zeppelin song I forget which one right now but it was awesome some of the events for you to check out this week Brightside has an evening with the artist of the Dayton Dance Initiative on Thursday, May 27th. Yellow Cab Tavern has a silent disco on this Friday, May 28th. And on Saturday, May 29th, an evening with Stringus Khan. Stringus Khan has a solid album you can listen to on streaming services. Check out the album Colorado Speed Bump by Stringus Khan. On Thursday, June 3rd, you can check out an evening of music at Brightside with Mariah J., Gabe Moss and the Bruins, and Icicle. Mark your calendars for Saturday, June 12th, when music returns to the Levitt Pavilion, Dayton. Their summer music lineup of free shows is kicking off that night with New Orleans musician Shamar Allen. Finally, for my weekly music recommendation... I want you to go out and listen to the band 1913. It's actually spelled out 1913, not the numbers. Their album is called 1913 um, in Roman numeral Roman numerals. It is uh, MCMX111, and uh, what an amazing album! It really is a breath of fresh air to hear something so refreshing come out of this area. I have been blown away by this band and I hope you will be too. Thanks for joining me this week. Thanks for joining the 937 podcast and including it in your weekly listens. And now back to Kim and Steve.
0: Thank you so much, Terry. We are so excited to have you as part of our team. Um, It's
2: and I appreciate all the knowledge you
1: have about the local Absolutely. bands. Absolutely,
0: It's so nice to have someone who is established in the Dayton music scene that knows what he's talking about, knows all the good venues, knows all the musicians. And we are very fortunate to have Terry alongside for the ride. Moving back into what's going on this week in the Metro Parks on uh, May 28th, part of the Conservation Kids series. Now, this is an online thing Uh, It's called Nighttime Nature Exploration. It's online. It's five bucks, ages three to 13. But it's really a good time to do it because we have a full moon right now and we will for a couple of days or at least, you know, it'll be bright out. So learn about some of the things that you can find at nighttime as you're out exploring and then take your kids outside and go see what kind of things you can find. At Second Street Market on Saturday, May 29th, you can pick up an amazing lettuce bowl kit. And that is for $15 at the 2nd Street Bar- Market Community Table from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then on, also on Saturday, May 29th, Portraits in the Park at Wagers and Gardens in the parking area from 10 a.m. to 11.30 p.m., ages 18 and up, for $15. You can practice your outdoor portraiture by taking pictures of a model in the park. Uh, it's instructed by Adam Alazon Elizonde- Alonzo and uh, so he's going to talk about the importance of background lighting all of that good stuff so you can practice taking your camera skills out into nature
1: at the United States Air Force Museum not no changes this week Uh, space a journey to our future is running through September 6th the beauty of space art exhibit will be running through September 26th and on between June 19th from 11 to 3 They're going to have open aircraft days where you can walk inside a C-7 and a C-123. Moving on to sports, the Dayton Dragons are at home this week from May 25th through the 30th at 7.05, except for the Sunday game, which will be at 2.05. They'll be playing Quad Cities here at Day Air Ballpark. Tickets are available. And by the way, Dragons are number one in their league right now.
0: Woo! Go Dragons.
1: University of Dayton athletics. It's uh, it's championship season with the NCAA baseball with Rhode Island. If um, the game will be on ESPN, and with Wright State athletics, they are playing baseball against Milwaukee, and that game will also be on ESPN.
0: And that one's at home, right? That that is a home game. Yes, it is. Awesome. Uh, What about car shows? Do we have anything? in the way of car shows coming up?
1: Absolutely. The Kettering Cruise In is Saturday at 5 o'clock at the Kettering Town Center, and that's at Dorothy and Woodman. And they, I, I talked to the uh, the organizer. There's They expect about 250 to 300 cars every week. They'll wow. have food trucks, and they will have Skating Elvis.
0: We saw him ourselves. He was just, it was very cool. They also have a DJ. Uh, so really, something really neat to to go and, and check out. A lot out. of
1: cool cars out there. There
0: are a lot of I, cool everything cars.
1: from old classics to more cars new, of today. Yeah, yeah oh, new yeah. cars today. All kinds late of late really models. cool stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh some just random things going on regularly that now that um things are kind of opening up again. Out on fifth, of course, has started up this weekend. We went well it didn't start up this weekend. It's been going on for a couple of weeks. But it is every weekend from now until September. Uh there's fire dancers out, all kinds of um specials and you can it's a Dora. It's a Dora. It's a, so you can take your beers and wines and all your tasty beverages and go for a stroll. Trivia, there are several options for you in the area. Sarah G. is doing trivia at Wandering Griffin on Mondays and Fifth Street Brew Pub on Tuesdays. And then Trivia with a Twist is at Dublin Pub on Tuesdays, uh, Lock 27 and Milano's on Brown Street on Wednesdays, and Wings in Beaver Creek on Thursdays. And all of those are each week. Uh, You can check them out online for hints and or... Um, ideas about what their theme is, and I highly recommend you go visit one of them.
1: All right. Now, speaking of 5th Street Brew Pub, Kim, would you like to introduce Tanya?
0: I would love to. So this week we are talking with Tanya Brock, who is the manager at 5th Street Brew Pub. Um, Tanya is also a brewmaster in her own right, and she was very happy to be our first ever feature for our monthly uh, business spotlight. Today we are at 1600 East 5th Street, home of 5th Street Brew Pub, and we are talking with Tanya Brock, who is the general manager of the Brew Pub. Hi Tanya. Hi. How are you? Very hey. good. Thank you for coming on the show. And Steve's here too.
1: I'm happy we have a tent <laughs> because it's raining out here right now. It is. And I don't want to I don't feel like getting wet.
3: No spring showers for you?
1: No spring showers for me, but we're we're really thrilled to be out here with 5th uh, Street Brew Pub. I'm drinking a Bat Out of Hellas, and yeah. uh, it's I, really good.
0: I already finished my Herbivore 1, which is my second favorite brew pub beer right next to Herbivore number 2, which hopefully will be coming out very soon. Um, but, Tanya, so tell us a little bit about the history of the brew pub. It is a unique uh, in the country, yes. correct?
3: Yeah. Um, well, there are a couple of us. So by us, I mean um, cooperatively owned brew pubs. Um, when we started this journey back in two thousand and twelve, we were the second cooperatively owned brew pub in the US. And now there are um, a handful more across the country. Okay. Um, basically, it means that there is no single owner. Um, so I'm, I'm not the head honcho who's filling deep pockets. And
0: I am an owner. Y- uh, yeah, we're owner. owner. <laughs> yes. I'm not an owner, actually. Steve's the owner. Okay.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah. In fact, we have made it to the point that we have 3,500 Wow. owners. That's awesome. Um, yeah, which means that everybody gets to feel like they have a part in supporting us. Um, And in exchange, they receive discounts on food and beer and they earn points that they can cash in to uh, reap even more benefits.
0: Absolutely. I have had more than one penny birthday beer at this local establishment. In fact, uh, Fifth Street Brew Pub, um, you know, we we kind of uh, picked Fifth Street as one of our earliest interviews for a reason. Our family is kind of deeply tied to Fifth Street. We've been members since the year that it opened. Um, pretty much any time that our family has some big event it, in in our lives, we come here to celebrate. Um, so we, it, but this didn't always used to be a the thriving business that it is now. Correct? Correct. What was it before it
3: was 5th Street Brew Pub? So this space has always been a commercial property, Mm -hmm. um, primarily as a restaurant or a bar, um, since it was constructed in 1867. Wow. And prior to us, um, it had been a shuttered bar um, that was starting to fall in disrepair. I've
1: heard it described as a stab and jab.
3: Uh, You know, (laughs) potentially. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. A handful of neighbors said, hey, let's see what we can do with this property. Honestly, didn't think that they would hold on to it. They were looking at just kind of updating their neighborhood and and selling off the property. And at that point, um, one of them had learned about the first co-op brew pub out in Austin, Texas, Black Mm -hmm. Star, and brought the idea back. Thought maybe they would get a few folks interested and (laughs) in a very short time had well over a thousand
0: who were um, looking to support and be part of it. That's awesome. So, um, you're not just... you are a brew pub, so you brew your own beer. yes, um, you are part of one of the you know the I, I think of it as kind of a Dayton resurgence. Um, I think that the the uh, reemergence of of dayton and and kind of the remaking of Dayton from you know, and, we, and we've talked about this on an hour of your life before, but um, you know Dayton was kind of in a slump there for a few years, and then we kind of came back as an art and brew town, and you guys are absolutely instrumental in that. So tell us a little bit about the brewery aspect of it.
3: Yeah, so we are a functioning brewery. Um, we turn out um, in normal full years um, 500 barrels in the building that is right next door to the restaurant side of the brew pub, um, separated only by the cutest little brick patio ever that is right adorable. now is very wet um <laughs> but uh yeah we brew a wide variety of beers um ranging from kind of what everybody would expect being an ipa but mm-hmm. also as you mentioned thrown in some fun curveballs with our herbivore series yeah absolutely um, we strive to always have something that's approachable and um, kind of a gateway beer for anyone regardless of if they're an experienced craft beer drinker or maybe they're coming here with one of those folks and just wanting to dip their feet in and uh, several
0: of them are award-winning to include the winter beer the christmas beer which was a winner of the homebrew competition
3: yes so we as a co-op take Our connection to the community very seriously, Mm -hmm. not only in building our membership um, and giving back to the community through fundraising events, but also supporting and highlighting our community. And one of the ways we've done that through our beer is by partnering with um, local homebrew clubs, finding winners of their localized competitions, and then saying, hey, how would you like to turn that small batch into a large commercial beer? And so then we'll collaborate with them and uh, and end up putting that on tap so mint cookie stout came about that way and uh, we've had several other success stories from that partnership as well yeah
1: well along as well as doing stuff like that you do support the community with a lot of other things because i know we have come down here under normal non-covid times (laughs) which things seem to be getting back to normal you do a lot of charity i don't want to say charity work but help like 501s and people like that collect money for their organizations.
3: Absolutely. Our FSB gives back program, um, which usually um, in the before times would happen out on Mondays. I'm looking to revamp that program here soon, um, where we invite local 5013s to come out, tell guests about what they have coming up or what they do, do as part of a normal operation. And in exchange, we gift them 5% of our sales from the night and a dollar from each beer, um, from a highlighted beer. and. In past years, that has reached well over $50,000. Yeah, I know. Wow. We have
1: um, participated in that with Alzheimer's, and we've raised quite a bit a thousand of money. $1,000. Yeah. Yep,
0: yeah. absolutely. For
1: one night. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah it's a great program. Um, do, do you just have beers, or do you guys have food as well? We do have food. Um, we are a little bit elevated um, in our brew
3: pub fare than what you may find at a traditional bar. Um, right now, the... We have guests sitting in front of us eating our <laughs> crackalackins, which are house made fried pork rinds. Um, we also partner with Smale's Pretzels and have those mm, on they're our menu. So good. Um, predominantly sandwiches and salads, a few entrees, but things that are very approachable um, and, of course, get you um, wanting more beer.
0: Absolutely. Always more beer. Yes. And what about things during the week? Do you have special things? I know tonight uh, we're recording on a Tuesday night. It's trivia night with Sarah G, always one of our favorite nights of the week. What else do you have going on during the week?
3: Yeah, so um, Tuesday through Thursday, we have happy hour, um, 4 to 6 p.m., which will get you fifth, um, half off of all of our FSB beers. Okay. And you get a dollar off of our snacks, our appetizers. As you mentioned, Tuesday is trivia night. Wednesdays are the days that we welcome well-behaved leashed puppers Mm -hmm. um, during our yappy hours. Um, And also on Wednesdays, we have $12 pitchers and growler fills. So whether you're looking to hang out and drink with friends or take the party to go, um, we've got some discounted beer for you.
1: And I can bring my own growler.
3: You can bring your own growler. We'll do a full sanitation of it, or you can bring one of ours and we'll swap it out. And so you'll you don't have
1: seal to it so I don't get picked we up on the way it home. And,
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then on Thursdays during the warm uh, season and hopefully non rainy days, we have live music um, with local musicians
0: from 7 to 9 out on the patio absolutely fabulous. Well, Tanya, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Um, if, somebody wants to find you on social media or website where can they where can they get more information about fifth street absolutely social media
3: predominantly through instagram and facebook find us at fifth street brew pub um and that is fifth and street is all spelled out okay um our website is the same Mm fifthstreetbrewpub.com and uh, of course when in doubt always stop in absolutely uh, ask us what's going on and be part of the fun and the community here what are your hours Right now, we are Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 10 p.m., and then Saturdays and Sundays we open earlier at noon and close down at 11 p.m. All right, awesome. Well,
0: we are going to grab some of the delicious food. I see the guests that are also eating the crackalackens just finished off some Smales pretzels, which sounds amazing. So I think we're going to order a set of those. I might refill my herbivore. Uh, so thank you again for sitting down and taking the time to talk with us. Um, if you have any questions or you would like to check out 5th Street Brew Pub, again, find any of those um, websites that Tanya mentioned, or again, 1600 East 5th Street. Just stop in and say hello.
1: Or you can get hold of us.
0: Absolutely. And we'll be
1: glad to put you in contact with Fifth Street Brew Pub.
0: Absolutely. Great.
1: All right, Tanya, thank you.
0: Thank you. Cheers.
1: And again, our thanks to Tanya and the crew at Fifth Street Brew Pub. They are open every day starting at 4 o'clock and they are located at 1600. Well, Tanya already said that, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> 1600 East Fifth
0: Street. 1600 East Fifth Street. Yep. They have uh, Yappy Hour. They have trivia. They have live music. All kinds of fun stuff to be found down at Fifth Street. All right. Well, I think that just about covers the 937 for this week. Uh, we do have you. We have some stuff coming up next week um, to do with Pride. A couple of other things coming up. And uh, so stay tuned because there's first Friday is next week. So stay tuned. There's a lot more coming your way as we continue with our summer series and festivals and all kinds of good stuff coming your way.
1: All right. So thanks for listening to us tonight.